Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Well, welcome to another edition of the Victor Mark Show. Today, I'm excited, really excited, because I got a fellow Louisianian. So I'm talking about my special guest, Jonathan Copel. You may have heard of him as recently as today. He's got a viral video that's unbelievable. He's the fella that was seen speaking to a school board uh, about the far left ideas that they've been teaching students. And this brother's got a spine of titanium, which I like. And today we're going to discuss that video, what's being taught in public schools, and what the future looks like for public education. Let's get into this important day of interview with my guest, Jonathan Copel, on this edition of the Victor Marks Show. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you taught, what grade you taught. I think the subject, you were Spanish teacher, is that correct? That is absolutely correcto. So I am Jonathan Copel. This is my third year as a full-time teacher teaching Spanish. This is my um, first year in St. Tammany Parish District. Before St. Tammany Parish, I worked in St. Bernard Parish, which if anybody knows when Katrina happened, St. Bernard was wiped out completely and they've you know rebuilt and there's a lot of good things happening there now. So I, I teach, I've worked with my family. My, my dad's got a construction business. I've traveled all over Central America doing uh, missions trips since I was a teenager. Uh, I'm involved in like local ministry through my church. A friend of mine's a pastor, he does community outreach. Uh, I do stuff with them. And I've got my hands in a lot of things. I'm trying to get my MBA. I'm one course away. I'm currently doing my final accounting course. And oh. af after this, I'm done. I get the piece of paper that says I will be Jonathan Copel, MBA. What's it? What's it in? Uh, international business. Whoa, uh, Jonathan, I, I really do appreciate you. And I'm glad that you came on the program. Let us talk about issues that matter, that affect our nation and our children. And uh, one of the main things that you spoke about at this school board meeting was the issue of gender identity, personal pronouns, and critical race theory. I mean, how did you find out these main issues were being taught to the students? And, and before you answer that question, I want our listeners to check this video out, this audio portion right now. I recorded the video from Brain Pop's official Instagram page. I uh, hope you can hear it. Racism in our society. A built-in system of bias that makes life easier for white people and more difficult for black people and other people of color. It puts them at greater risk for poverty, unemployment, and disease. Structural racism is a factor in some disturbing trends. Black people are nearly six times more likely than whites to be imprisoned. And black men are killed by police at more than twice the rate of white men. All right, so that's the first video. They're, they're telling our kids, they're telling our black children that they are oppressed by white people and that it's in the system. So they don't have a chance. 
and that our good policemen are, are more apt to shoot a black man or a black woman, which is ridiculous. They're teaching incorrect grammar to give a kid whatever gender pronoun they want. Uh, psychology tells you that when you're talking about sexuality with kids, their brains are not developed. You have to raise a child. You rear a child. Um, they don't know about sexuality. When an adult pushes some kinky sexual uh, ideas upon them, it winds up grooming them to believe whatever the adult tells them. So this is the video by Brain Pop that our kids are spending hours in front of. This is what they're telling them about the pronouns. And the ACT already gave the kids the opportunity to choose their own gender when they took the ACT. I got pictures of the forms. Like meet Moby and Orbot. They are my best friends. Actually, yeah, they can be used as a singular pronoun too. Like if you said, I'm going to see my friend, I could ask, where do they live? Since I don't know your friend's gender identity. And some individuals prefer they as a pronoun. Like meet Orbot, they are my best friend. We got kids that can't read and write, and then we're going to teach them incorrect grammar? I mean, it's ridiculous, okay? Who, who gave permission to talk about this? We could, there's two genders. If you're born with a penis and you have testicles, that's just anatomy. You're a male. If you have a vagina and ovaries, you're a female. A man cannot menstruate. A man cannot lactate and breastfeed a child. You cannot give birth if you're a man. If you want to be an adult and do whatever you want with your life, I'm okay with that. Don't push this ideology on children. I'm not going to work in a district that's okay with that. You need to make a clear statement on how many genders are there because parents, are, they're, they're already pulling their kids out of public school. They're doing homeschool options. They're going online. It's going to increase as this liberal ideology comes into our schools. This isn't a political indoctrination camp, okay? It's public education. We want to teach education, not left-wing ideas that aren't backed up by facts or science. Thank you. So, everyone, uh, you just listened to the video that went viral on social media and is still trending. So my question, brother, for you is uh, the main issues that you spoke about, how did you find out that these were being taught to students? Uh, it was actually by accident. So earlier in the year, I did have kids come to me and tell me some odd stories about things their teachers were doing in class. Like uh, right after Joe Biden uh, won the election, they had teachers that kind of just threw Joe Biden parties in class. Uh, then when the inauguration wow. happened, they made students write papers about oh my. Uh, Joe Biden. We were specifically told not to show the inauguration unless you were a civics class where the, the inauguration was relevant to the course content, you know, government class, right. which I'm all for. I think that that's, you know, you should mm -hmm. do that. But you had science teachers, English teachers making kids watch the inauguration. It took them two class periods. They just wasted on watching an inauguration. And then they had oh. to have Socratic seminars about Joe Biden's policies. And I'm like, they're not taking poli sci, you know, this is high school English, mm -hmm. this is high school biology, whatever. Why are they doing this? So my eyebrows were raised at first when kids started telling me about this. And then by accident, a friend of mine shared something on Instagram in Virginia. That was this program brain pop, which I know for a fact, just about every kid in America uses brain pop. Every kid that goes to public school, um, if your kid uses computers at school, they are likely exposed to brain pop. Uh, it's a very common program. They do offer some good content. However, that particular company uses its platform to promote issues like uh, the infinite gender. Some people call it transgender education, where you literally teach kids 
how to be transgender or that, you know, they have the option to become a transgender or whatever gender, pangender, fish gender. I mean, they got the list goes on. It's infinite. They could be whatever they want to be. Um, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no science behind it. Okay, wait, help us help us understand this brain pop. Is it an app on a phone? Is it a, a computer okay. program for learning? Yes. Yeah, so brain pop uh, makes animated learning videos. Oh. And let's say you're teaching about Thomas Jefferson, right? Brain pop has a whole bunch of videos about Thomas Jefferson. Or if you're learning about okay. photosynthesis, brain pop has videos about photosynthesis and they're animated. Nothing it's wrong like with that. Cartoon. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Easy to understand, you know, but they're pushing a lot of the liberal ideas like uh, big time climate change. They've got why Greta, um, I can't, the little girl from Thunberg. Uh, yeah. Her, yep. why she's such a great activist. Um, they got videos about feminism. Then they're exposing this to children. Well, wait, who, who has the ability to decide this course material that they develop? Well, the, the issue at hand is that a school may purchase an account for the child because of the good content, right? Because they want to have easy access to uh, videos that help explain simple uh, lessons like photosynthesis and kinetic energy okay. or whatever. But it may not be a teacher's intention. It may not be a school board's intention. They might not even know. And from what I understand, America had no idea until that video came out. But most people don't know the company Brain Pop also suggests these videos like critical race theory. They literally had on a video that if you're black, you have a higher rate of becoming sick just for being black. It makes you more like you're at a higher risk for becoming sick. Do school boards or aren't they supposed to be aware and be able to understand what's being offered to kids. Yeah. It's their yeah. responsibility to screen this stuff or at least have a team that screens it and gives accurate information so they can make informed decisions. But the reality is half the time they don't have a clue and sometimes they do have a clue and that's when it's really sick. So what inspired you to speak out at your school board? Well, I worked in an aftercare program about a year and a half ago where I saw six and seven-year-olds sitting at computers on Brain Pop 30, 40 minutes at a time. Ooh. And when I thought of those little kids that don't even know how to tie their own shoes, okay, they don't know that their friend is black or their friend is white or their friend is Asian. They don't even know that. They're just friends, okay? When I thought of those little kids being taught um, the critical race theory to hate each other based on skin color, when I found out they're being taught that they are not a boy, they are not a girl, that they could actually be a they or a them or or whatever else they want to be. If they believe they're Mickey Mouse, then they can be Mickey Mouse. When I when I realized that parents are at work and their kids are being indoctrinated in school in my backyard, I said, absolutely not. I'm going to make people aware of it. I'm going to make a very firm stance because I'm not okay with it. And um, mm. if nobody else is with me, you know, I accepted that I would just die on that hill and that could be yep. the end, but uh, obviously it wasn't. But I just, I had that moment out of nowhere it wasn't like anger it was disgust i just i wanted to speak out on it well oftentimes i tell people especially people of faith you need to get angry at what's wrong there's too much apathy in american christianity and uh that's why we end up in the places that we are because i think people have a wrong idea of the person of jesus you know meek and mild lowly just the lamb well, he's both the lion and the lamb, and he is the one yeah. that actually took time to form and fashion a whip, turn tables over, 
and light people up. Right. If people stay silent on the issues, those with a louder voice and more effort and passion, they're going to take the platform. It's how it happens. So we have to stand up. And I know thousands and thousands of people are grateful for you uh, taking that stand, Jonathan, that, that most people wouldn't because you didn't have to, but you did. And I'm glad that you felt a little fire in your belly to stand up there. When you sit in front of that school board, were you nervous? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you look mm. closely at the video, you can see when I hold the phone to show them the audio clip from the video, my hand's shaking. You can kind of see the phone shaking. And uh, it, it's a little nerve wracking because you don't know when you do something like that, who's for you, who's against you, and what the repercussions are going to be. So all of that's going through your head. And then trying to sound like you know what you're talking about uh, and and not stumble on your words. So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot going through your head. Jonathan, listen, I have stood side by side with some pretty tough hombres in the face of evil manifested through even like ISIS. Been shot at doing missions work as a Christian overseas, right? For those of you listening and watching, trust me, having courage isn't always what you think. It is feeling a bit of fear or anxiety and still doing the right thing, pushing through. And here, Jonathan's a great example. Stand up in front of a school board to get a message across, throws up on that phone and his hand shaking. As a man, as someone who's warred uh, against evil, I would look at that and go, that's a courageous dude right there. Thank you. Do you think some of the school boards in America actually really know that students are being taught left-wing ideas? I would say yes. I would say there's a lot that do. I would say there's a lot that promote it. I have friends in New Jersey. I have friends in California. Some of the stuff I hear makes me sick. Uh, I have Now I have friends all over the country that tell me some things that are happening uh, in, with their school boards. And it really makes you sick. It, it makes me sick. It makes them sick. It's going to make their kids sick. It's going to make society sick. It's disgusting. So there are definitely 100%. There are school boards that know exactly what's going on. Instead of pushing education, they push a political agenda, which is disgusting because I've been yep. to Cuba. Okay. And you know how they educate their children. They send them to grade school and tell them that America is the reason Cuba's poor. America mm. is bad and the enemy communism is the way they teach this to children. Why? So that when they grow up, that's their belief system. Mm. The same thing is starting to happen in America. It is happening. Right. And I just interviewed a, a friend of mine who's he's in the intelligence world and we've done counter terrorism, counter messaging on the issue. And he, he talked about the disinformation campaign that's going on right now in the U S you're a person that's yeah. like on the front line. I would consider on the front line in that issue, taking a stand, making people aware. Uh, we've been telling people for a while in the political realm, the only way we're going to change America to stabilize it, to hold our values and to protect children. It starts in your own town. It starts in your own county or parish. Yep. It starts at the school board level. I mean, would you agree with me that parents need to make the sacrifice, not be lazy, and run for these school boards so that we can control them, people who are like-minded, so that education can be taught properly and our kids learn for the future of our nation even? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think people are looking for those hero figures. People are looking for mm. somebody to support. So if you step out and you become that David figure or you become that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego figure, there are people that are so hungry to see that and they will support you and get behind you. I agree 100%. Uh, there's a dearth of leadership in our country and a lot of people don't feel qualified, but if you've got conviction and you care about kids, you're qualified. You might be qualified. <laughs> right? It's just like, yeah. because there are a lot of people who are aggressively, Dr. Dobson, you ever heard of James Dobson? Yep. Focus on the family. Is that him? You got it. Yeah. That's what he started many years ago. And he's, he's family talk now, but I, I had the privilege of working for him. I was assistant to Dr. Dobson. And I'll tell you something. Uh, he was sound the alarm many, many years ago that this cultural war was for the minds and the hearts of our children. And things are happening today that boggle his mind. It's happening right now. It's beyond belief. Yeah. So parents, teachers, you got to get involved. You can't be lazy. You can't be fearful. I think fear stops a lot of Christians from doing the right thing. But here you are. You're out yeah. in the middle. You're out in the forefront. And you're starting a nonprofit, aren't you? What What is the name of this? I think it's going to work out as American Dreamers Foundation, where we focus on the dreamer versus the dream, the, the person, the individual. Nice. Well, do you have a website for that yet where we can find out about it? So right now, all I have uh, going is my social media. I've got uh, braveteacher.com where you can subscribe to my mailing list at the bottom of the site. I have a blog where they got some blog posts um, and some shirts available right now. That's it. I'm waiting to get my approval from the secretary of state, Louisiana. Uh, once that's out, I am just going running as fast as I can, as hard as I can to do as much good as I can. What does that look like? Um, so there's a lot of things that I want to do. I'm trying to narrow that down. There's a whole financial literacy aspect where I believe kids are embracing socialism because they don't understand how to be entrepreneurial. Um, I just mm. found out when my dad was in first grade, he was buying bubble gum for a, a nickel and then selling it for a dime. Okay. Nice. When I was in high school. I was selling chocolate bars. Okay. I was buying yep. uh, food from Sam's and I was selling it at school. I was making good money. So I, I saw how capitalism, you know, as a teenager, I said, geez, I could just do some side business and make some good money. And right. I think kids don't understand that and they need help putting that into practice, how to do that. There's another aspect where I want to do uh, community outreach in the places where people are scared to go. What do, what do I mean by that? In the hood. For too long, yeah. they have taken the neighbor out of the neighborhood and they've just labeled it the ghetto, the hood, the projects. Well, it's time to bring the neighbor back into the hood so we can reunite the neighborhood. So that that's a whole nother um, part of what I want to do. Uh, I, I love it. You know what, folks? We're listening to a man that God's got his hand on. I'm convinced of uh, by the fruit of his life. He is starting this nonprofit and he's a doer. And those of you who know us and our organization, we thrive on doing. We pray, we listen, but then we do because the Bible says faith without works is dead. dead. And we want to put our money where our mouth is. We want to make a donation to your organization that you're starting right now for 500 bucks, okay? And uh, wow. don't go buy lottery tickets and get you some cigarettes and sit on the curb and scratch them. <laughs> uh, no, no, no lottery for me. Yeah, it's a privilege for us to to put seed money 
uh, told your organization to help you get going. And I hope those listening and watching right now will go to what's that website again? Braveteacher.com. Braveteacher.com. And there you can connect to all my social media sites. Uh, there, there's a link to where, you know, you click on it, brings you to Instagram, brings you to Facebook, Twitter. Good. It's important to join the mailing list. So when the nonprofit is. gets rolling, you know, I can, I can email you guys and let you know what's up, where we're going. We might be going to California real soon, uh, doing mm. uh, an event in Compton. You need people praying yes, for you. Big time. Because it's spiritual. You know, we're not fighting flesh and blood. This is this is a spiritual warfare um, where we're literally fighting the, the enemy, the devil, and we're light, you know, and, and we got the blood of Jesus and we, we need prayer. Please pray for me. <laughs> and, and we will. Believe me, we got an army. So go to braveteacher.com. Sign up for his email list. That is the first step. Uh, don't say you're going to pray for him without going and sign up because you want to be able to see receive this brother's deal when he sends out an email and says, hey, I need prayer right now. Uh, you know, the left supports their agendas heavily with money. And, and you know what? Uh, many can help support the work that Jonathan's doing. Jonathan, I have two questions before we go. It's the last two questions I always ask All right. people. Uh, there's not a wrong answer for your first one because everything's based on perception, right? So when I saw you and I saw the video, yeah. I, that was enough for us to reach out. But we ask people, what is your perception of who we are, what we do? What's just your perception? I started seeing some of your videos and posts where it's like you and other people with guns and you're training people how to fight back and how to stand up to the bad guys. I mean, I saw you showing somebody how to disarm uh, if someone comes at them with a, a pistol or whatever. Yeah. I saw um, it, it seemed like you had rescued y'all rescued somebody and then showed that same person who was abused how to fire uh, a semi-automatic but I, I oh, man, if I had to put a you know a name to it, I'd say like Rambo and John the Baptist came together, and that's you. <laughs> uh, I love it. I've heard those two terms before. I like them put together. It's that's prophetic. humbling and it's motivating. I, we're in a day and age, and so people understand. Uh, you know, we've recovered and rescued kids and women from ISIS, from abusers. We've mm -hmm. been part of the justice aspect to hunt down pedophiles. And yet we we minister to widows and orphans. That's our passion to help people who've been traumatized. And he's speaking about the girl Nora in Cambodia who was captured, abused, her hand cut off and left for dead. And we provided really a recovery package and surgeries and kept her in our safe house and then ultimately empowered her, shared the gospel with her through living a life that really brings glory to God. And she gave her life to Christ. And then she came to America. Wow. Uh, on a tour, we put her on radio stations. She spoke at a university against trafficking, um, always with an interpreter because she's from Cambodia. And then when she came to our leadership training center, one of the things we did was teach her how to fire a weapon. It was a dream come true. And uh, with one hand and a nub on another, man, she got busy. Uh, you ought to check that video out. Go to victormarks.com. Look up the Nora story. You'll be able to see it. Brother, last question. Okay. We're all going to die. You're a young man, but the one thing people don't really spend a lot of time or thought thinking about is dying and death. If Jonathan is killed or dies, what's going to happen to you after you close your eyes for the last time? And why do you believe it? You know, I, I believe that when this 
life is over. I'm going to be in the presence of Jesus and I will be in mm. heaven and I'm going to give an account for everything I did or didn't do, why I did it, mm. why did I not do it? And uh, that, that kind of motivates me a lot. I believe it because, well, I have seen, I've seen the miraculous. Now I'm a Christian, right? So this is part of my Christian okay. faith. I've seen people healed. I've seen people demon possessed, demons come out. I've seen people become sober at the snap of a finger. I've seen some stuff that makes it impossible for me not to believe in the completed work of the cross. So, mm. you know, when I die, you know, th this life, I hope I, you know, I get a good ride out of it. It sounds like your life is pretty exciting. I hope mine can be as exciting as yours. Uh, but I, I believe that when I'm gone, I'm going straight to be with Jesus. I will be in heaven for all of eternity. Mm. You know what? You can tell you have a surety of salvation and what it's based on. And thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being on the program today, people. Check out braveteacher.com. Go there, sign up for his email list, and make sure you follow him on social media. We are going to support you with a gift of $500. Thank you. And we know it'll be put to good use. We wow. encourage others to pray and do what you can because even a little matters. I know what it's like to be out on the road touring reaching making a difference uh and we just need more people like it so thank you for being on the program today jonathan man i appreciate it hey you have just blessed my socks off so <laughs> thank you so well, much well we're, we're we're glad that we can well everybody thanks for being part of today's show uh what what a treat to have this young warrior on keep him in prayer with what he does and uh, go to our website to learn more about what we do victormarks.com but wherever you are whatever you're doing do it for throttle for the glory of god now go get it done god bless y'all thanks for joining us for today's episode we'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast you can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com facebook instagram and twitter all linked in the show notes be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.